0: welcome to wealth wine and wisdom folks proudly brought to you this week and the coming weeks we have a sponsor sadly is creek wine uh shout out to you wendy loren um fabulous thank you for your wines we're testing them out today really appreciate that awesome to uh have you Supporting us and and likewise supporting you. The wines are excellent, Andy, and I'll have a bit of a chat about those in a moment. So brought to me, uh, brought to you by me, Jason Witten, the world of property. Uh, my compadre on the other side of the uh, the zoom lens or the 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 end of the uh, the camera is uh, Andy Fenton, the world of uh, banking and financial planning. And um, where the two worlds collide, that's what we thought we'd sort of say. Where Real estate and financial planning and shares collide, but it's really not. It's about melding them together. But uh, welcome, Andy. How are you, brother?
1: Mate, I'm well. It's been a hectic week and uh, and a good week. But uh, mate, we are at Friday, and geez, I tell you what, there there couldn't be any any more happening from week to week these days. I reckon it's uh, the world has gone mad, and it's gone mad in good ways, interesting ways, strange ways. Yes. Uh, lots to talk about,
0: though. Absolutely, mate. Um, so uh, a bit of a shout out to Alison there. She's always quick on the jump. Um, Alison, how are you? Good to see you here today. Um, you're always, you're always on the lines. Great, uh, great to have you on today. That's for sure. And um, Andy, while we're kicking it off, um, got our first sponsor, and really, really awesome to 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 have a sponsor for the show, um, uh, Saddlers Creek Wine. Which one are you drinking at your end, mate? mate so i've got the uh, the blue grass cab Sav. it's the 2018 oh i did mate. see that one in the yeah. box yeah yeah i almost chose that one today
1: myself but yeah mate it's uh, i just just opened it i'll give you some more tips towards the end but As we go. Uh, from the hunter valley so for yes. those of you who are in around that sort of region the hunter valley is a, a cracking place and this is the first one i've sampled and i tell you what i haven't even taken a sip yet it's big it's big, right? Lots of plum in there. Andy, you're you're, uh, you're a sophisticated
0: palate man. How's it go? This
1: is live, mm. mate. That's beautiful. Lovely legs. It's actually really nice and soft as well for a, a cab sav It's big. There you go. Um, and the Hunter Valley is actually quite renowned for the very very different way that it uh, that it grows some of it. Well, not the way that it grows it, but the expressions of the fruit in that yeah. I've had a few Shiraz's from the Hunter Valley, which I swore were cab savs and uh, and various different things like that. So, well, uh, so we've got a bit of jealousy from a few of the viewers so here,
0: Andy. We've got, so they're sort of saying, are we getting some wine too? Well, gang, uh, I reckon if we all get together, we will uh, we might even get some team sponsorship going. You never know with this stuff, um, which, is, which is kind of cool, but uh, um, great to see a bunch of people online already. And uh, thanks for joining us as Andy and I chat. About real estate and the world of the stock market and everything in between, uh, and he's trying out the nice red wine there from Sadliers Creek, and I'm giving the little Semillon uh, a, a go, the little cheeky white here today, and and again, very nice taste. Um, it's a bit hotter here in Queensland, so I thought I'd sort of go with a white instead of a red. So, uh, mate, um, well, my palate is not as advanced as yours, and I don't know the fancy words, but it tastes good. And, um, be,
1: <laughs> and I'm enjoying the drink. Depending on the world that you come from, that means I haven't been as drunk as you before. But uh, <laughs> that is but true. That we, is mate. true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, mate. mate,
1: the Hunter is actually famous for its Semillon, uh, and you got to drop the e- e- Elers off the end of it. Sa- Sa- um, Saddler's Creek, and uh, mate, Creek, yeah, yeah, they're famous for the Semillon. So I reckon I'll give that a crack when uh, Victoria busts through the thirty degree mark, whenever that may be. Next, yes um but mate i'm very much enjoying this it's a nice cool temperature down here at the moment and i tell you what if i had a nice slow roasted lamb right about now i uh i probably wouldn't be on the show to Ah. be honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) well let's get into the show andy um uh you know what's been going on this week it's been a crazy crazy week in the world of the stock market and um all things politics that that affect your world pretty significantly and And in my world, it's been interesting. I think I sort of said to you last week or the week before, I feel like I'm in the middle of the eye of the storm Um, and um, probably the storm on one side where we entered this storm, the real estate storm was APRA and then COVID. And I feel like we're in the middle of the eye of the storm right now. And uh, some things that I'm going to share a bit later. So folks, stay tuned. Stay tuned. What I'm going to share a bit later in the real estate game, I think, uh, is super exciting anyway. So... Mate, uh, and what about you? I think I think the big headlines this this week is Trump's out. That's good, uh, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Uh, but how did the markets yep. react? And and you know, what are you seeing? What do you got to share with us today?
1: Well, I, I haven't brought too many mark, market analytics, but uh, the market is is considerably up, right? Uh, especially here in Australia, it's it's kind of boomed, uh, if you will. I mean, it's a little bit off today the uh the uh, all lords about 6400 and so that yeah. jumped up from uh from it got underneath uh the 6000 mark not too long ago but that's what we said we said we we're going to see a huge amount of volatility yeah. i'm almost done for the moment with the whole trump saga thing we're going to see a huge amount of volatility in markets and i've got some really interesting stuff to go through later on some more technical slides that uh you, you know how i always try and relate the time that we're in to some point in time over history, yes. and had the uh, the privilege to to chat with a, a, a portfolio manager throughout the week of a fund that we use, and they, uh, they found one of those reference points in time which I'm going to share with you that uh, which goes back to the Asian currency crisis and and interest rates. So this will this will stream over property and and equities, but I thought rather than just uh, punch on with. The, the, the bullshit rhetoric that we're hearing just <laughs> constantly in the media at the moment because it's saturated now. There's there's, yes. w- there's really very little that you and I can add that uh, isn't probably being flaunted now as, you know, we said it two weeks ago and it's coming out in the news now. So uh, all you journals out there, congratulations for picking it up. You must yeah, have watched the You're a bit behind
0: the times. If, listen, folks, um, here's the thing, Andy and I, you go back and review all of our uh, all of our wine of Wisdom um, Podcasts or um, or or our recordings, you 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 will see us talking about things that have come true, uh, and there's still well, I've I've still got plenty up my sleeve for real estate, and and literally word for word, gang. And you know this is an interesting thing, Andy, because you're saying hey, good on your journals. It's interesting, and, and you and I have chatted about this before. You know the default position for a lot of people is to rely on journalism to to report some. Uh, interesting uh, information and accurate information about decisions we should make. And unfortunately, very sadly, I think, for that profession, it couldn't be any further from the truth. It's actually sensationalised rubbish nine times out of ten. And, um, you know, if you were to base your decisions based on what journalists put in the fucking newspaper, excuse the French, Mrs. Mrs. Fenton, if you're listening in, God, you're insane. you you got, <laughs> you got rocks in your fucking head. And, um, you know, um, at the end of the day, some of that information is interesting to understand and know but you know like you and me we what we do is we say well that's interesting i wonder what that means to me and i wonder where that's coming from and let's investigate a little bit deeper right
1: yeah as opposed to what it seems to be these days is here's my agenda and let's sort to make sure that we're right yeah and uh and and that kind of reporting i think is uh it's parasitic reporting uh you know it's just trying to hold on to uh, and and milk the most out of everything. And this, let's face it, there's enough there's enough buffoonery going on now that you can make a good story out of anything. But let's not bash the politician uh, the, uh, po- the the politicians. Let's not bash the media too much. They might come back and have a swing at us. But uh, well, maybe bring, it maybe bring it on, they bring it on. We'll take them on. You know
0: what we'll do, Andy? We'll say uh, if you're going to come on Wine of wisdom, you need to bring your your balance sheet. We'll all put our balance sheets on the table, and then we can talk you know because mate 9 times out of 10 you ask any fool who wants to comment um and 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 unfortunately everyone likes to comment on, on in our world especially in the world of facebook or or instagram or whatever you know um you get lots of people who talk a bunch of rubbish and you know they've done they've done nothing in the industries that they're commenting on and um they don't own assets they've never invested they've never coached or helped clients they've never run a business i mean Crikey. Like, you know, a reporter is an employee who just finished university, has still got a hex debt, still lives at home with their mum and fucking dad. They can't even pay their own way. And, you know, you want to listen to that idiot um, who writes an article that he's told to write an article from, you know, some someone else somewhere with an agenda. Whoa. You know, anyway, I'm fired up about it, you know, <laughs> as you're going along. But uh, there's a few people like the Jason... David.
1: That's the Jason beat up of the day. <laughs> so, mate, sharing some uh, what I think is a little bit more highbrow and and kind of interesting and and this this, this goes across a lot of the topics that you and I talk about. Yeah, uh, and it comes from uh, an incredible source, right? So, this guy is is a giant in the industry. So, so Bruce. Really didn't come from a huge amount. Uh, he he runs Brookfield Asset Management, which is 540 billion uh, of uh, of assets under management. Huge in um, uh, you know large metropolises like Canary Wharf, like New York, like these various different companies.
0: You got your picture
1: and picture, uh, Andy. You? Fire your picture and picture up. There you are. <laughs> I've I've come and I've gone, but I'm back again. So. <laughs> this guy uh this guy this guy's a you know is a, a big deal in, in and around the world and so he came on to uh to bloomberg and uh, and a few articles since and and this is what i really really like uh where everybody is ducking and weaving and trying to figure out you know where covid is taking the new normal all right and and i'm sick of this expressing the new normal uh there is normal all right there is normal and there is evolution and here's the thing evolution takes time yeah. and i'm not saying that he's right but cuz he does have a vested interest in the outcome of this but his take was was broadly this gentlemen our uh, our beliefs our systems and our social uh, needs as as people has grown over the last 1000 years uh it's suffered many a plague it's suffered many a war it's suffered um, uh, people being ostracized its it 's had ethnic cleansing it 's had all these various different things that have happened over two thousand years uh, and we still congregate my internet 's nice and strong, but the beautiful thing was it gave me a good chance to have a good sip of this wine <laughs>
0: well i 've kicked this back in live and well there 's everyone back uh, Sorry, folks, we just had a technical difficulty <laughs> but listen Andy um you know you were talking about we've we 've been socialized for you know. Thousands of years to congregate in this way in cities, which is you know, which is important. Uh, and, and here's one I prepared earlier. I didn't even know you were going to talk about this today. But um, but check this out. You know, um, you know, uh, as we look at um, the population um, in and around Australia, check out check out that. You know, seventy five percent of the state's population of Melbourne live in the city, right? Of or, or Victoria, live in Melbourne, right? Okay, 75%, 63% of the state's population live in Brisbane, um, you know, uh, live in Sydney. 48% of the population live in Brisbane. You know, that, that's not going to change, you know, significantly in any major significant way anytime, anytime soon. And, um, you know, like you said, you know, the idea that, you know, that's going to change just because we've had one year's worth of, you know... Uh, what What might seem a challenge, but in reality it 's not in the blip of two thousand years it 's nothing and um hmm. you no know, the reality is that behavior is not going to be retrained ingrained um in any way shape, or form um in such a short period of time in comparison to other things in comparison to time and whatever so the behavior is still going to be there, and that's like i'm pretty pumped about you know the the world of um investing this year because like like we said at the start folks um there's a bunch of things coming true. Andy and I have been talking about these for now six months. Go back and listen to, the, listen to our, um, you know, not too much wine because we were talking some wisdom. This shit's coming true and it's not necessarily true. It's not like we know the truth. We just know how things work in our games um, and you don't have to be Einstein to know that, you know, things are needed, you know, businesses are needed, commercial property is needed you know, uh, real estate is needed, finance is needed right now in the world, um, and it will have a slowdown, and it will have a growth, and there's booms and busts and cycles, because, you know, Andy, right now, if you have a look at what's going on, uh, I saw this one today, or yesterday, um, which was the, con- the the consumer sentiment index, right? And, you know, we've had a major bounce in the index, everyone's feeling chipper about what's coming up, Lee, it's been a bit average. You know, here, look at COVID down here, you know, um, and, um, you know, everyone was a bit down in the mouth, but, you know, the reality is you can't keep us down and us means, you know, the world. People, people want to be out. People want to be producing. People want to be doing things. People want life to go on. COVID is not, even though people think, oh, COVID was tough, it well, it's not comparison to, you know, world wars and other things and all those sorts of things, you know, like it's been tough for a lot of people, yeah, sure. I'm not I'm not trying to minimize that. But in comparison to two thousand years of human behavior, it's a blip on the screen. So don't let it don't let it don't let it derail you. And and I think my point is where you just brought up, this fellow that you're talking about, I don't know him, but he's obviously a giant in your world. Um, yeah, he's like saying, Well, who cares? I'm a I'm a big player and I'm a long-term vision player in this sector and the long-term vision is solid. Matter of fact, I'm doubling and tripling down right now because I can nick this stuff for a song because of those yes. short-term vision people. And this is the problem. This is, this is my little – it's my high horse. I get on this one all the time. If you are a <laughs> short-term good-time Charlie, you don't belong in investing. You don't belong. Get out. You hurt yourself and you hurt everyone else around you because you can't handle the process of being committed to something that is good and long-term because the moment something happens, you run off and you cry to your mum because it didn't go your way. And you know what? Grow up. You know, like nothing good happens in an instant. It happens over a medium to long-term when it comes to real estate. Anyway, there's my little soapbox moment. Got fired up about that one, Andy.
1: <laughs> but, look, and it's the reality is that we need those people because they, they're the ones who provide us with opportunities, Yeah, uh, really. Uh, but, you know, you don't want to make good off other people's misery. But if you follow the media, if you follow the hype, if you follow uh, looking three feet in front of your face, then you're going to trip over. You're going to see some wonderful things. You're going to pick up a few dollars and cents along the way but eventually you're going to fall into a ditch that you never saw coming and uh and this is this short term thinking and this is where you got to detach yourself from this you know the, the the news that tries to sensationalize and i reckon if you bring that slide back up i didn't get a good look at it but i reckon if you look at it it'll basically be a media slide uh that that'll show you where let's have a let's have a little bit of a look see november 20 okay so covid lockdown finishes that i i reckon almost it'd be good to get a shorter sample of that i reckon that big dive down there in sentiment is probably when the uh uh when we were meant to be let out of lockdown but it went for another week uh and so <laughs> that these things you know have rapid uh and and instantaneous results on people yeah and yeah, uh, and yeah. these are the things that we need to be careful for so totally going for the for the long game yeah. and uh so mate uh, it look there's some great stuff and and the, this conversation, we should maybe just stay on this, but I'm going to go through a couple of other things in the news. But there, there's actually a chart in here which it goes to a lot of the things that we've been talking about from a stocks perspective, yeah. but it overlaps into what we've just talked about in real estate. But just coming back to a, a couple of other uh, little things in the in the news that uh, that that are happening uh, right now is uh, is is this one, which is uh, which is magnificent. Victorians are allowed back over. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, South <laughs> Australians uh, opens to Victoria and WA relaxes the border. Now, the reality is now that I think that uh, most, uh, I think that other states have more cases than what we do that are active even though they're in quarantine at the moment. <laughs> but Australia is starting to relax. So here's my little warning to everybody. And here's I've always said participate in your local council, participate in your, in your local shire, because here, here's my tip of what's going to happen uh and it was my great uncle it was this guy here uh it was Clyde Fenton and I'm gonna probably misquote him a bit Clyde was the original flying doctor from Catherine Is that for real yeah he was the one that basically was the the building blocks of all of the flying doctors series uh, well, he used that's to so fly a, he used to fly a tiger moth out of Catherine and he was a he was a surgeon doctor and a surgeon and uh Used to used to save people. Got very involved in the native community. He's got a museum up there, and uh, he was a very philanthropic kind of character as well, and a bit of a larrikin, uh, which right. is why he's a Fenton. There's well, there's a picture. Well, in mate, the- uh,
0: I, I don't think the acorn fell far from the tree, to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I, you know, I loved this when I was young, but uh, and I should have I should have. Uh, I should have nicked the, uh, the segment of the book. We give it the, to clients every now and again if, uh, if we believe that the clients will appreciate the sort of the family history. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's a picture in here of where he took his tiger moth, his gypsy tiger moth, and, uh, and he flew it and he landed it directly outside the Catherine pub. And he's got, he's got a pint in one hand, he's got the tiger moth on the other hand, and the pub's just in the background.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, I love it.
1: <laughs> and he had no tolerance for authority figures. <laughs> uh, like CASA and the aviation industry. And uh, so his his saying was, uh, hell hath no fury like public servant granted limited authority whose actions will make the heavens weep. <laughs> so basically what that means is it started at the top. They're now, then it went to state level and they started locking down borders, which I assert uh, is allegedly con- anti-constitutional, by the way. I don't think it's legal. That's my opinion. But what that's going to do is that'll cascade down into public, uh, into your shire, into your local council. Don't let it happen. You know, mm. have, have a voice in these things as it happens because otherwise this, this type of toxic uh, public servant uh, authority will, will become very, very detrimental to your area. So have a say uh, and make sure that the borders stay open in general because that's what we need as a country to, uh, to maintain our freedom. Well mate, speaking hey, of borders
0: speaking of borders here's something that's um that's um really interesting. Um one thing that I that I've been talking about for quite a while. And um, you know, it's coming. Here we go. Um State border reopens on crack for tri- Christmas. Um you know, and they're already discussing international travelers, right? And so you and I have talked about this one. Like the, like the government cannot keep, the government can't have no international visitors, travellers, people in this country. So it's already coming, right? It's already coming. They're in discussions. Like here's, my, here's one of my, another here's another one of my, call it predictions, call it whatever we're going to call them, Andy, because you and I are nailing this. Um, you know, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, at the end of the day, the government has to allow, you know, people. Uh, expats and others back into the country and um you know that's for international students emily just sort of said that right now it's got to happen you know we've got to get the our communities back into their mojo and international students are super super important to the australian economy like majorly uh, and and certainly melbourne is one of those places you know brian you know brian um is is talking about you know singapore and hong kong have also done the same here it's back on right and you know, anybody who sat there a month ago going, oh, they'll never open the borders again, like you have no idea what you're talking about. Like like that is such a really low-quality, um, you know, thought process. It just You've got to look past your nose with this stuff. The government has to bring it back. Our whole infrastructure has been built on this type of thing um, since the 50s, Andy. Uh, anyone listening in? The government has grown Australia. I think It's probably even earlier, probably the early 1900s. Well, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you know, if we're going to we, go there. We were
1: brought over on a boat.
0: Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, uh, anyway, let's not go there, you know, with respect to the local indigenous cultures of, of the country, you know. Um, Indeed. You know, um, shit. You know, it's been happening forever and it's not going to stop. Uh, Australian, the Australian government has to bring People into the country and international travel and international immigration will be back before you know it in the blink of an eye and it will come back strong and that's why I'm so pumped about how this it's kind of almost like a fairy tale comeback for my world for the for the game of real estate I'm telling you right now and um those who've been listening to us um and making sure that they dot their eyes and cross their T's and get their you know, their ducks in order are going to benefit significantly from that comeback when we're going to be in the middle of the lowest interest rates Australia has ever seen in history. We're going to be in the middle of the worst construction supply Australia has ever seen in history. And then we're going to have the biggest population boom, temporary population boom from overseas immigration and students coming back. Probably in history, I don't know. We, it, it, there's going to be some records broken, but anyway, I'm I'm excited about the
1: idea, you know. Well, I can't hold it back any longer, Jay. So I'm going to bust <laughs> into something that I had ready for later on. Go, go. get in there, Andy. You, you know, you know that I always say that history doesn't repeat itself, but it's an extraordinary mimic. Mm. So, the, and it was Churchill who said that those who don't study history are bound to repeat it. So. Yeah. This is a uh, – so I was chatting with the, the team from Antipodes, uh, which is a fund manager, earlier this week, uh-huh. and they talked about this slide that I'm about to show you. But when we talk about low interest rates, where do you think that we can look to, to look at a, a place, a, an economy that's had suppressed interest rates for a long period of time? Japan.
0: Is that my guess? 100%.
1: Yep. 100%. So this happened back – and let me see if I can bring this up. Yep. So hopefully you can see that nicely. So the first chart is, uh, shows you, so you've got the the PE uh, here. You can, so PE is the price-to-earnings ratio. So you can see back in eight, uh, 1998 to ninety nine 2000 which is just after the Asian currency crisis, where you can see bond yields uh, going down to 1% there, right, in that first chart. You can yeah, see that right, the PE, yeah, right. price-to-earnings yeah. ratio, of, of companies actually spiked. So, so basically what ended up, but you can see that that only spiked for a very short period of time.
0: Mm.
1: So the price relative to earnings of a company went through the roof, right, and then it normalised really, really quickly. And then you can see this, and we've talked about this previously, and I'm getting a little bit te- more technical here, but this is the equity risk premium, Right so the amount of additional return that you want from the share market in order to put your money there. All right I'll say that again. Mm. It's the additional expected return that you want or that the market kind of demands in order for you to take your money out of cash and invest it. And it makes sense right? You've got rates at 0. Yeah. So you you can't leave them there so you're and as a result, more money is going to flow into different areas and they're going to start demanding higher and higher um, returns for that. They're going to demand that they want it.
0: So you so, say in, in 1999, the
1: rates were at zero in Japan. This is a Japan example. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Actually, yep. in ni- 1998, they hit zero. They, they sort of tried to bounce back up. Uh, they hit zero again uh, in 2002, I think it is. Uh, they keep trying to get up, but they've never been able to. Yeah. Right? They've never been able to. And so you look, you've got to look at this and kind of go, okay, well, what, what effect does this have? So on equity markets, this is actually a really good thing for, v- for what we call value stocks. So potentially this is a really, really good sign for the share market. I'm saying mm. potentially because I don't want people to go out and be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at the second chart, the second chart uh, is the industrial production in um, in Japan. Um, and even in a low-growth environment, uh, the cycle never died. The cycle was shorter and shallower, but there was still a cycle um, as a result of stimulus under the economy. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to point out from this. The reason why this uh, the equity risk premium, uh, sorry, the PE, the price to earnings, One of the reasons that we believe that that actually stalled was because uh, of the stimulus and because the low dollar. So these companies that should have died, right, they should have died. They're they're not long-term sustainable companies could crawl along, right? So you had companies that killed the pig, crushed it, and were absolutely just dominating but then you had a big tail and you You, hit, you know the expression where they say the tail wag the dog. Yes. Uh, wags the dog. So this is one of those examples whereby you had mass amount of companies that were then just holding on, were just well, holding and, on and they could hold on oh, because of the low interest rates. Yeah. Well, I mean, so yeah. this damages investment markets in some ways long term. But what's the other thing that then helps zombie companies stay afloat uh low interest rates low interest rates but also on top of that the what government else? government incentives yeah it's poorly placed government incentive schemes yes and so this is a, a real flag for the future because they're going to start to realize this and one of the headlines i had was that job maker is now about and job maker probably good right job Keeper is a short-term thing, which is a bad stimulus because it creates zombie companies all around Australia, which they're just flowing money into companies that are already dead, rather than saving that money and putting it into useful, uh, useful areas. And, so, and
0: also, too, like Ed, you, it's interesting you bring this up, Andy, because um, there's Harry. How are you, Harry? Good to see you here, mate. Um, big shout out to Shay, Brian, Emily, um, Harry um, online tonight. Give us a shout out in the chat from where where you're dialing in from gang there's about 35 plus people online right now so uh, give us a shout out just to let us know you you're still here but um, mate you bring up so, such an interesting point because um, I talked about this uh, at the G, in the GFC right so the governments and, and, and you alluded you alluded to this when you talked about too big to fail right businesses and companies that are so rotten and toxic but they've 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 infested an economy so crazily, um, so endemically that that it the governments you know um, the the governments think they can't let them fail because something else will happen, and you know if you think about if you think about money as an ecosystem, like our our whole world is an ecosystem. When, when the rotten doesn't die, it zombifies and then, then, then real life, the green life, the, the renewal life doesn't come through. This is, this is a law of nature. All right. Mm. And what's happening in our economic system is it's not allowing, it's not allowing the law of nature to clean out, get rid of the dead, rotten, useless companies and the new growth come through. And you know,
1: there you go, you know. Mate, I love that's a it. bit that's a bit intense. That's a bit intense, Jason. They they just might have been nice companies that just, just weren't meant no, to no, be. No, 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 but but you know, but he, let's let's that's go right. there. You, you know, can let's take the hard day. let's, let's, you can take let's
0: the hard watch day. David Attenborough. Look, oh, you know, let's watch a nature show. Like I mean, you know, there ain't no second chances in nature. The lion's gonna <laughs> fucking eat you, right? You know, but here's but here's what's happened. Here's what's happened. The 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 sick, the unhealthy The, the ones that, the ones that shouldn't be surviving, the survival of the fittest, this is, this is reality, uh, are are being augmented, right? So what's happening is the lion's teeth, teeth are being removed, or the lions are being locked out of, of, of the savannah. So the dead, the sick, the unhealthy are now staying alive for longer than they should have, um, and and affecting everything else in the in the knock on effect of the of the of the you know the infrastructure it's it's crazy it's, you,
1: you, you heard right? it here first the, the, the saying coined the uh, z nation economy the z nation uh. economy there
0: you go <laughs> well we've got uh, we've got Allison from Adelaide we've got Sharon in from um uh, well angel angel city the holiday Yep. Ha- yeah, Henry, Central Island. Queensland. Henry, you got some rain, oh, mate. That's good to see. And um, Henry's out there. Uh, I love this one, Harry, the Free Victoria. <laughs> Go, Harry. Tony's in from Christchurch. Great, the land of the long white cloud. Good on you, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Heidi coming from from SA, and uh, Graham from Giddy Up, wherever Giddy Up is. Graham, I'm glad you're <laughs> giddying up. <laughs> And Brian, Brian, uh great to have you again, mate, uh, from the Singapore Sling. i I hope you're having one of those uh one of those cocktails this afternoon, Brian. The old Singapore Sling's a good drink, that's for sure. <laughs> so great to hear uh, everyone wherever you're from. Um but yeah, the Z Nation, right? Um the zombification. So it's but it's an interesting one, Andy. We got we got uh yeah. Southeast Queensland, Dustin here. Good to see, good to see.
1: <laughs> so but just, just jumping in back into the politics a little bit because it's it's not totally dead. But you um, love a bit of if, politics. Yeah. <laughs> don't mind throwing my hat in the ring. Uh so this this is me in the future. That's pretty much what I'm gonna look like. But uh <laughs> yeah. but so it. if we have a think about uh what um what's what's coming in with, with Biden, assuming that uh oops, I'll just get rid of Biden here, but uh assuming that, you know, he's able to to get through the courts and all of that, and, and, and it's mostly likely. I think it's a, it's yeah, a fair I complaint. And I've got some conspiracy yeah. theories as to what's really going on over there, but I won't share them tonight. Uh, we, we'll save them for next week. Yeah. Um, but green, so w- when we get to this, so they know this. They know this data. This is the only place in the world that you can look to find out low interest rates, prolonged period of time in a developed economy that has still punched on. Right, and still had some very, very successful companies, and some massive, massive wins. Industrial production didn't stop, right? So that's what they're thinking. But so here's what we what needs to happen, and here's what's going to happen in the US. Um, now they're going to have a Republican. It's going to be a hung parliament. Julie Fletcher always loves that term, a hung parliament. Uh, <laughs> if you're
0: there, Jules, give us a shout out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so there, it, but there's a good chance that the Republicans and the Democrats will actually play ball together on, on the greater good for the US economy. So green is the name of the, is the name of the game in the future. And I think I said that to you earlier. What, what on. do you mean green? Tell money. me what you uh, mean, green? Investing in green? Investing in green. So Europe is already committed to green and there's mass amounts of policy over there. Renewable energy, responsible investing. Uh, is really that Europe is leading the way. Europe and the UK well, are here's, the UK one I, here's,
0: here's one I uh, prepared earlier for, for this exact conversation you're having, with Andy, right now.
1: <laughs> we, we are in sync at the
0: moment, aren't no, we? Like we, just,
1: just, we chat before no, this, this uh, conversation.
0: Sharing a brain together. Look, at, ch- check this out, right? Um, Aldi um, saying, right, we're going to be 100% renewable. Um, one of my favourite companies apple they are they are carbon positive it's their goal to be carbon positive for their whole entire operations across the world um carbon positive not not carbon neutral carbon positive right and then where's the other one here um i've got um which was uh well oh, i mean south australia south australia going for it oh, but no, it's victoria this uh, is but victoria. yeah but this is interesting um so uh Victoria is actually going to end up with the biggest battery um the biggest battery in Australia, and there was one other thing that I and a, grabbed. And it's by our friend Elon. E- yeah. Elon, no, sorry, Elon. <laughs> Elon, I, we love him, we love him. But check this out. Woolworths joins Bunnings, Works, and Aldi making a commitment to go 100% renewable
1: by 2025. Fucking boom, boom. So Biden. these guys are getting ahead of the game. because uh, So Biden is going to put, put a lot know of pressure it will out. be.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, yep. it's needed, right? It's needed, Andy.
1: You know get get in there before the politicians start to mandate it and start to take out the the incentives because when they they'll they'll create anyway, let me not get too political. that wasn't the the point. Uh, the point was that uh, it's likely that we're going to get the green push again and so with that, hopefully Australia embraces it. We're not good at it, and Trump was really a big get out of jail free card for Australia because. The the rest of the world is really going, and it's themes now. It's called decarbonisation, right? In investment markets, so I think we're going to see a big push for Biden to to sort of say, listen, what have you been doing here in Australia once he's inaugurated? Uh, so I'm hoping that the government are already starting to think green. So we, if we go, okay, we know what happens as a case study in Japan with low interest rates. Industrial uh, production will continue, but it will be volatile, and and the range might start to decrease a little bit for a period of time. Stimulus doesn't work, and low interest rates don't create growth. Right, long term, they flatten the yield because you end up with zombie companies, and you end up with a Z Nation economy that we we first coined here. Right, Peyton, that Jason Z Nation economy. Z Nation. Shay's listening in, so Shay, sort that, would you? So if if we know these two things then what rationally is the next direction. Yeah. It's big push infrastructure that I've been banging on about now for a while because it's the only way that the government can inject funds to create long term jobs. So So, so you're talking creating You're positions. talking green infrastructure. Yeah.
0: Green infrastructure.
1: I'm, yeah, I I'm sure that we would have gone in a different direction if the election went in a different direction but I think that now we will be forced to go in that direction and i personally i think it's a great direction i think it's the only i think it's fucking amazing
0: and and do you think like well i mean i i i think covid's had an, an absolute i think covid has been a gift in this direction like let's face it like humanity was on a fucking pretty average track i mean you know those people who don't believe in global warming and stuff i think they need their fucking heads red right you know at the end of the day um you know like we as humans have been destroying the planet for way too long and we're fucking it up. Let's get our shit together. You know, maybe you and me aren't going to see it, Andy, but our kids are going to have to deal with the fucking shit that we, you know, we haven't done, right? So um, I met with a guy today. I I had a a podcast interview today with a guy called John Wood and I had a podcast interview with Andy Fenton yesterday, gang. Uh, Keep an eye out for that one. It's coming out. It's going to be super cool. Um, But, um, (laughs) and, you know, John Wood, Amazing guy room to read um uh create a, a charity room to read changing the world like at a significant level like at 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 high level right you know you know hundreds of thousands of you know libraries and schools built in developing nations, you know millions of children going to school because of this charity you know like and you know not you know big thinkers, bigger inspirational people, and you know it's like well, you know we needed to rethink our shit you know. Like it, it. This was an opportunity to rethink our shit, and and he's he's actually just started this uh, movement called um, Profit with Purpose. And um, fuck, I'm sold. Like I was, I'm so pumped. I think I, <laughs> I I I bought right into it on the podcast. I loved it. He's such an inspirational guy. He changed my life um, uh, seven eight years ago when I read his book, and today again he's changed my life in a new direction as well. Like you know, um mate you know the the world's not going to be saved by governments it's fucking not it's going to be saved by by you and me it's going to be saved by the the regular person who's going to say well those fucking government those guys all they're fucking interested in is getting reelected what a bunch of muppets right um what am i going to do one by one like you said get involved at your local level in this stuff like it deserves the world deserves it um and we deserve it
1: too. So anyway, I don't know. I was
0: fucking just getting a bit pumped about that, Andy. Um,
1: no, no, but- mate, I, I, I 100% agree. You can, you can bitch and moan, but if you don't do anything to change your circumstance, then all you are is a bitch and moaner. Yeah. And, uh, and, it's our, and so here's well, the thing is that well, here's a good, here's um, economy a good change and, yeah. and social things change when there's enough pain that forces people to take the actions that they never took before. Yeah. And yeah. and you've heard me say it for a while is that the next stage of economic growth will come more from a social shift than anything else. Yeah. Is when the world starts to shift and understand its responsibilities to a greater level. And yeah. that's going to be the next boom. Right. Yeah. When that happens on mass, and it may be I hope it's in my lifetime because I'll be all in because you'll feel it. There'll be an inertia. <laughs> so what, what was that we, we brought up? no but um no- a good question you know what's a good green company
0: to invest in like you know I'm a big fan of tesla but i'm not a i'm not an advisor about a company, but gang, you know, do your research there are people um you know pushing pushing this stuff forward, but also to you know let's be practical there are companies that are profitable companies that are going to embrace embrace green into the future, and I actually think that's going to be a uh a A profitable edge, Andy. You you know what I mean? Like those companies who are, you know, the Woolies and the Aldies and, you know, those companies which may not have been so great in the past and now they're being, you know, by default being forced, you know, by popular demand to be better than they have been, you know, why not? Why not take advantage of that? It's a great way of rewarding yourself and them for them saving the planet one bit at a time. So. You know, good question Paul, it's a great one and and we might come back with some things. Andy and I have actually set up a oh, few accounts. Please. Yeah, and we're going to invest in invest um live ourselves.
1: Let let us know by uh, jumping into the chat if if cuz one of my friends is actually uh the uh portfolio manager for a major responsible investing firm over in the UK. So uh, and he's a funny bloke. He's an absolute legend. He might hey, be let's watching get him on, right let's now. Let's get him on
0: the podcast. Let's so get him on the podcast. If we
1: if we get a few hell years in here, yes, we want to see him. We want to talk green energy. I want to know that you'll do it because I, I don't want to waste his time and uh, and get him on if nobody's interested. But yeah. but drop a bit into the matter, give us a thumbs up and and stuff like that. And uh, I might see whether we can get Freeman uh, on here. As I said, he's a legend. Spent a long time over in the UK, but uh, he knows this stuff. It's, a million times better than what I do, and he's in the part of the world that is really leading the charge uh, in this. So, drop a yes or a yes please in in the chatter if you want to see it, and if there's enough of you who do it, then I'll I'll get him on. And he's a, a funny green chat. energy legend. And this is
0: the gang. This is the thing, gang. You know, you know, you know, the six degrees of separation. You know, uh, I love this one. You know, within two two to three degrees of separation, right now, Andy. You know, we we could have people on you know wealth wine and wisdom that have got such such amazing influence john wood really good mate of mine um you know um in the room to read he he knows you know um you know so many people around the world in this idea of you know profit for purpose you've got connections you know give us a bit of encouragement gang to get you know get some great people on on wealth wine and wisdom and um you know we want to make it make it fun and and um uh, you know, Harry's doing a shit yeah so Emily's in Alison's in Shay's in Michelle's in it's good to see so you know um well, which
1: is Freeman which is if good. you're watching you uh you may well be on here soon mate <laughs> and uh I don't care what time it is in the UK
0: <laughs>
1: I love this one from Dustin green is a great corporate
0: responsibility along with the free market you know can and will achieve the goal of the green government is a laughable as a vehicle for this goal which is one of the great mistakes is judge policies and programs by the intentions rather than the results. I love that. It's a, what a great quote, you know.
1: And and here's the thing though: you, you've got to be careful when it comes to green energy investing or green investing because yeah. the one is one of the. It's just terrible, government, and I don't want to government bash too much, but governments create incentives. And Jason and I spoke about this, this the first time I thought about it since uh, since it happened when we ran this podcast and we dove a little bit into my history. But the government have got an incredible uh, history of deploying incentives into areas that are popular for an election and and providing incentives and tax reliefs and then just turning their back on it. And what quite often happens is when they turn their back onto it, corporate greed comes in, monopolises it, arbitrages it all out, and the incentive dies, and it yeah. dies a miserable death. Um, and so when you're looking at green. It's more around the responsible companies rather than the the green ones. Because if you get into companies that rely on large amounts of government stimulus, then you can be exposed to political risk. And I I would argue from an investment perspective that political risk is one of the most significant. Uh, It never used to play in investment markets. But I believe, uh, and it's not a general popular, uh, it's not a popular belief, but I believe that uh, political risk is one of the biggest risks to uh, various different types of investments and it actually has been for quite some time. Well, so when you look green, look at theme, not necessarily just green, if that makes sense.
0: Dead right. And Andy, you know, I mean, this is part of why I love sort of chatting with you, you know, you gave some some amazing wisdom to our clients at Positive about the, the, uh, the world of, you know, super and, um, you know, the idea that governments have changed you know, legislation around super, like, I mean, I mean, I can't remember the amount of times, but it blew me away. Nine you times
1: said, in 20 years. How many times? Nine times in 20 years.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, you know, in, in a 20-year period, that's once every two years, right, once every two and a bit years. So, you know, yep. you, you're trying to plan your retirement using super as a vehicle because you think that's smart and that's what you're encouraged to do, and the government changed the legislation nine times in 20 years. I mean, like, that's ludicrous. Look, change the rules nine times. Imagine going. All right, you know what? We're going to make this game, and and here's the rules, and then it just gets changed all the time. Like that's that's insane. So you're dead right. Like yeah. the environment, the vehicles, the investments. You know, if if a government could get in there and meddle with it, then you know, it is a risk, and it's one that's you know, like you said, I think you said it before, that you know, a you know a um a public servant. Whose retirement is protected? They protect their own fucking retirement, and then they make decisions on on people who don't have the protection mechanisms that that person's had living yeah. in a
1: public servant world for their life. People who fucking have it—it's fucking ludicrous. Imagine, you know? imagine a world, Jace. Imagine a world where public servants around the world, they're. Longevity, their wealth, their future success was based on the legacy that they left yes. after they finished their term. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. That might be that might be
0: kind of like, I don't know, an entrepreneur who starts a company and if the fucking company goes bankrupt, he's not paid. You know? If a fucking government who's been elected for four years fucks it up, they get paid for the rest of their life. What a joke. Anyway, Oh, we, 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 <laughs> we've, we've ended up – I think we might have had too much wine, Andy. There's not
1: enough wisdom no, I, I, I No, I just think that politics is playing very much into things these yes. days. And yeah, you've got, uh, to be, be nice you've got to be when, aware of
0: it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And it would be nice when they start to take their hands off it and start to leave things alone. But they have to intervene right now. They absolutely have to. So yeah, I'm, well, I'm not saying they don't. Mate, you you I, and I said this, I def- shit.
0: Like they, they actually did. They actually, they actually did a good job. In Australia, anyway, I think that
1: you know, I, you know, I just hope that Dan Andrews doesn't get uh, his old mates to do the quarantine when they start letting international travellers back into Victoria. Oh, that well, could end in a
0: slightly messy well, way. Well, I think we'll leave Dan off the table anyway. I, I think that I think the national government did an all right job, do I know about the states. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, we are a bit feisty today, Michelle. I don't know. It's been it's been one of those weeks, and a couple of wines at the end of the end of the week sort of letting it go. But but. um
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's been a big week, and I think it'll take a, uh, <laughs> I think it'll take a little bit of decompression. So, just to give you uh, uh, an idea uh, of what's actually happening behind the scenes, is that uh, you know we've we we've, we've gone around about five or six percent up. We've been ten percent down, uh, and that's just in the last week and a half. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. we've had in between is a few uh, banking announcements, which, by the way, Jace, spot on the money with our, our uh, results uh, from the bank side of the equation. Uh, and, you know, it, it's in this sort of unprecedented time. We're coming towards Christmas. It's going to be a very, very interesting Christmas. My, my bet is that everyone gets drunk, um, <laughs> potentially even those who don't drink. It uh, might just be getting drunk on freedom, uh, but uh, we're we're in for one hell of a ride into into next year and you have to keep your eye on politics. Yeah. Uh, you really do. You have to keep your eye on politics because ultimately that is going to dictate where the future is going to be. These job makers, these job seekers, job keepers, if we don't keep our eye out and for all of those business owners, we'll, we'll, we'll do some more wraps in and around this. Uh, As we get into the new year, I've got a hell of a lot on the agenda for tax planning for everybody out there. It's pretty exciting, actually. Uh, But it's never – I don't know about you, mate. I've never had a point in time where politics has played so much into my day-to-day life. Uh, It's just out of control. So uh, I don't mean to be uh, political, but from time to time, allegedly, we might be.
0: (laughs) When well' I Andy,
1: you about this wine, Jace? <laughs> it's um the plums coming through. Like no tomorrow. Right. Sadliers Creek, uh, oh. Sadliers Creek wine from
0: the Hunter Valley gang. Give it a thumbs up, double thumbs up from me. Um, mm. absolutely fantastic. And Andy's bluegrass it a good rep. And and that Ooh. one looked really good. That one looked absolutely amazing in the box. So if anyone's out there, it's this week's episode is sponsored by Sadliers Creek Wines. And, Creek. Yeah. And um, thank you very much to those guys. But maybe, you know, there's a couple of things before we sort of maybe um, finish up the uh, the episode this week, Andy. A um, couple of things that I just wanted to maybe share that I think uh, is really poignant. And this one, I'll ask you about this one. What do you, what do you think about this? All right. So tell me right now. Um, the bank, uh, this is the eighth time this year, eighth time this year, the bank has sliced its rates for deposits. All right. So, eighth time, right? So, you know, you'd think, all right, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, you know, you'd, you'd reckon um, in the last quarter, there's been a record, record number, record dollar amount of money going to deposit accounts in banks um, in the last three months, and so it, it was, um, um, it was some um, major amount, anyway. So, big inflow of cash into bank accounts in the last three months. And what did the banks do? When the banks gave you, <laughs> when you gave the banks your money, what did they do to you? Uh, they stopped paying you interest rates, right? Okay, because they actually can't afford, they can't afford to do it because they don't want outflow of payments going out because they want to protect their share prices um, and their dividends <laughs> and all those sorts of things. So, well, gang,
1: yeah, it's... it's you, uh, know the, you know what they say in The Simpsons, don't you? Tell me. You don't make friends with salad. You don't make friends with Salad. You don't make friends. with So you, they don't make money from deposits So and they don't need to because they know that everyone's going to put their money in there regardless because of mm. instability, because of offset accounts. Where they make their money is in the margin on the lines. Uh, so th- this is a classic sign of them saying, okay, well, we're just going to take that off the table. So here's a suggestion for you, the big four banks. If you're going to take the interest rate off the table, take the fees off the table too. Take the fees right? off, yeah. So it's, um, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, Andy. You know, uh, yeah, Michelle's a bit cranky about that, and I would be too, Michelle. Like, you know, you know, gang, cash has been completely devalued. Andy, Andy, and I have talked about this. It's been it's being being devalued for twenty years, thirty years, right? In an institution, it's going that way. You know, and um, while well, on the flip side. Like Andy has said once or twice before, you know, defensive assets are being redefined, what that actually looks like in, in the world of investing. Defensive is, you know, a whole new ball game. You know, money and cash, you know, um, sitting around in a bank is, is uh, like, I, I think in many places around the world, Andy, that, that, that idea of cash in a bank as a defensive asset, like it's done and dusted, right? Like, you know what I'd love, Andy, maybe next next week if you if you just – did a little bit of a survey for us on you know how many how many countries around the world are in the you know two or one or zero percent interest rates of cash in the bank you know um, yeah Harry reckons Harry reckons you're dreaming with bank with no fees Don't tell him he's dreaming
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I'm not I promise you I'm oh. not it is, it, is it is coming 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 And the reason why it's coming is because of the competition. Apple is going to come. Apple will advertise and that's your bank account fee. Well, they've got their banking license. And so here's the thing is that the the big four, uh, so since Costello got into government and he launched the four pillars policy Let's not uh, to say Four Pillars Brewery, just, just for the difference, the Four <laughs> Pillars Policy, which was to maintain the, the stability of the payment system of Australia. So that payment system being the ability for money to transact around Australia because yeah. w- once upon a time, if that payment system failed, right, we were done. And that, that's when there was runs on bank cash and we couldn't print enough dollars to have it in circulation because everyone was taking their money out of the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got PayPal now. You've got, I mean, I can't even tell you how many transactions I haven't used a bank mechanism this year to actually go through because PayPal's easier or Stripe's easier or eventually the deposits are going into the banks, right? But the, the transactions are now... Largely out of the banks. Why do you think uh, Afterpay's gone through the wreath? Zip Pay's gone through the wreath. These are some of the stocks that have gone up three, four, five, six hundred percent since uh, since COVID started. So this is a trend in a different direction, and these are companies that are thinking, not just maintaining uh, their position. So it happened in the UK, and basically they you know, they pay you basically to open up bank accounts, right? And fees. Oh, <laughs> no way jose it'd be great it's the money that sits one, in the bank yeah is actually traded between banks in the overnight exchange they make money on ha- giving liquidity to other banks so they actually use your deposits yeah. and make money on your deposits Short so time. they're doing that anyway they're just double dipping right yeah. the the fees are going to get put and Everything in financial services is going to get put under on margin pressure well I mean coming the banks, soon.
0: I mean the banks are being given short term short term funding funding from you know from governments and the central banks the reserve banks like uh, like the cheapest money they've ever borrowed in their in their entire lives so like you know the bank's not giving people a two percent loan at a loss Andy right they're giving people a two percent loan um, at a profit because they borrowed it from the central bank at uh maybe a point one percent um and you know so gang it's they're still making their margin (laughs) they're still making some money
1: (laughs) well i've I've actually got i've got and i I thought this is more in your game but uh i just downloaded it for the sake of it i saw it and did i download it no i don't think i did oh blast but um
0: M- it was michelle 23 said, said, thanks this is an interesting one andy like like facebook won't let michelle swear <laughs>
1: <laughs> well um well we can yeah, we can it's, we'll it's do fun. it for you michelle <laughs> so uh, in in doing some research today 20 uh, was it 31 or was it 20 i always mix the numbers up but anyway let's just say 31 and i could be wrong Banks with interest rates under two percent. But when I was looking at there's
0: 113 lenders in Australia. It's 31. Yep,
1: 31 with interest rates under two percent, just a fraction under. But most of the the P and I standard variable is sitting at sort of on home loans, not investment loans. uh, Is sitting and God, I've got so much to talk about about that. But uh, is sitting at around about two point one to two point five. So at two point one, they're picking up two percent. They keep picking up a clean two percent, clean clean margin, yeah, and and arguably the
0: lowest risk borrowed money they've ever borrowed in the bank's history. They're they're not going to guarantee. Yep, (laughs) they're not coming out of this, you know, like like without a profit. I mean, these guys are smart. Don't you worry about that. They they haven't wasted a good um um what's what's Winston's thing. They haven't wasted a good crisis. You know,
1: waste a good crisis. Absolutely,
0: (laughs) you know, and. uh, so you know and this is the interesting thing with um with um um you know banks and Harry asked a good question so will the bank prices drop um and uh I think we we did it last week Andy I think you did it actually the 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 banks produced um a profit they they actually said yeah no we we made money don't worry about covid we're good um and you know at the end of the day they Yeah, there we go. There it is. You did it. I'm going to do this full screen. Hang on. Two seconds. I'm going to show you this one.
1: Check that out. All right. There you go. Operational income decreased by 1.7%. Yeah. Net interest income increased. So that's it. Net interest income increased by (laughs) 0.9%. Right. Cash profit after tax decreased by 36%. So they have been hit on their cash profit, but they're also deploying money into different areas. Yes. So... And this is what I called before this came out as well. Is that I called it that I even with everything that's happened, I don't actually think the banks are doing too bad, even with all of the mortgage pause. And we even had the mortgage pause on there, but I'm not going to be able to find it this quickly. I don't think. Um, oh, here we go. This was uh, and so this was the the mortgage deferrals uh, per bank per month uh, over the quarter from mm. June through to September. The purple yep. being. Uh, commercial and uh, the uh, the the blue being um, blue being residential or investment yeah. to, to yeah. personal investors. So quite an incredible little statistic there that the banks have done very very well in a period of time where they should have been absolutely obliterated Relaxed. with all of these mortgage deferrals. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. That- so
0: like in my head, like and you know, this is not advice, but you know, I'm gonna give it a nudge with the banks. So I think they're gonna come out on top next year and the year after, and the year after that. I believe there's gonna be a lending it's, boom. Uh like there's gonna be an absolute lending boom and they're set themselves up to gain back whatever they've lost in COVID times tenfold in this next lending boom. And has a shout out for everyone listening in today it has never, ever, ever been easier to eliminate owner-occupier or consumer debt um, in my history, in my existence. Um, and I don't know about you, Andy. We could probably bring up that chart from 200 years. It has never been cheaper to borrow money and pay it off faster than ever in history. Just imagine this. Like, you know, literally I, I, sh- I showed some slides a few weeks ago and I could pull them up again next week or whatever. Ten years ago, people were paying five and $6,000 a month On the same incomes, because incomes haven't grown over a decade, it's been pretty flat. We've had low, low growth. But what's happened is interest rates have dropped. So people who were paying five grand ten years ago for the same mortgage are now paying nineteen hundred dollars, right? So here's what I say to people: keep paying five grand, smash your mortgage off in eight years, not thirty years. You can afford to do it. Don't fucking waste your money, piss it up the wall, um, you know. Uh, but this is, where, this is where strategy and advice comes in, Andy. Like this is where getting coaching and, and stuff, making sure you've got your right structures in place to take advantage of these times. Don't whinge about it. It's never been cheaper to borrow money. And, and I'm actually going to find this article from Robert Kiyosaki and we might sort of leave this as an open loop hanger for next week. All right? Robert, <laughs> Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki said, he, "Yeah, check, check this out, Sharon Baldwin said, our first home loan was 17%. My Lord, imagine having a 17% home loan for 30 years. Imagine that.
1: That was on the way down.
0: (laughs) That was on the (laughs) way down. My first home loan was 11%. So Sharon Sharon knocked me off the perch there, you know. Um, Crazy times, right? Um, But I was listening to Robert Kiyosaki and, you know, like I love Robert Kiyosaki. He was one of my first ever, you know, book mentors. I read his book Rich Dad Poured Out and it sent me on this journey. But he said, like, those who are afraid of debt are insane. Because debt, debt is the only tax-free money you'll ever have. And if you're told, you're told to go to school, get a job, pay taxes, uh, buy a house, pay it off, um, and then invest in the share market, as in the 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 blind leading the blind, it's a rigged game. The whole game is rigged. The share market's rigged the university game is rigged, the job game is rigged, the tax game is rigged, everything's rigged, right? And 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 you think being debt-free is freedom? No. Borrow as much cheap debt as possible because it's the only tax-free money the whole system will give you. And it, it was a really interesting conversation and it blew my noodle a bit, but I'm like, yeah, I get that. Debt that pays for itself. Assets, if you borrow at 2%, and like I can buy you right now a good property and I'm sure you could buy a good share, Andy, at a 5% dividend yield somewhere, right? And I don't know what sort of leverage we're talking about in shares, but I'll just talk property and, and whatever. I can buy you a good property right now that'll give you a 5 to 6% rental yield. You can borrow it at, at, let's say, a 3% interest rate on on investment rate, and it's actually sub 3% in many cases right now. Um so you're getting a net 2% yourself in your pocket. Plus, you're getting tax deductions. You can have a positive cash flow property and you still get tax deductions because like, it's blown away. So it's never been easier <laughs> to smash your debts and create financial freedom. Right? They're like, people are like, well, you know, whatever. It's never, never been. Well, never is a long time, but it hasn't been easier in my 20 years of paying attention.
1: Uh, I'm so oh, pumped about it. 2000 years wasn't it i think that that was the last <laughs> number it was uh, just just before jc uh, was born i think yeah, it was the last number was yeah. straight for a 0 <laughs> or a negative yeah so
0: mate um, well Andy, I've, I've enjoyed the conversation and 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 i've 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 enjoyed the wine <laughs> incredibly as well sadly is crossing gang a big shout out to those 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 crew at sadly is crossing thanks for supporting the podcast or or the wine. But, hey, hey, hang on. Here's something that I want to uh, let everyone know. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do miss Wealth, Wine and Wisdom these days, then you can have a look at this. You can pick it up on, um, as now we've created as a podcast, you can subscribe to Wealth, Wine and Wisdom on uh, Google Play. You can subscribe to it on Spotify. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, so if you do miss it, you can come in and watch it live on, um, or the live replay, or you can download it in the car and have a listen, which is super cool. So uh, Andy uh, and I, we've launched a new podcast, which is which is which is awesome.
1: Um, so uh, I love that. Book. Before JC played fullback for Jerusalem, that was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but, uh, man. nice man, nice mate. Jump, jump on board, support us through the journey. It means you can get drunk at any point in time during the day. You can have a wine with us at uh, at five a.m. in the morning if you want.
0: Irrelevant of where you uh, are,
1: yeah, it so, doesn't matter where you are. So wealth, wine,
0: and wisdom uh, is in is in all good podcast distribution centers. So grab it, gang! Subscribe, download it. Uh, love love your support. Give us a bit of a shout out, and um, yeah, we we love we love supporting our community, our property investing community, our business investing community, our share investing community. And so, um, gang, love uh, love you guys dialing in and supporting us on a Friday. We enjoy having a chat and a wine anyway, but uh, it's so much better when you guys join us um, and uh, give us some support. We love it. So thank you very much. Really enjoyed today's catch-up with you, uh, my man, Andy Fenton. Always a pleasure. Um, I've Mate got Bob an empty cup
1: and tracy uh and uh, sorry uh, sorry wendy Loretti and uh, and the team i've i've had too much too uh, wendy <laughs> Loretti and the team at Sadler's, but like this this is abs- this is absolute gem it's an absolute gem i love it and absolute gem uh, i won't be sharing it with anybody i think i might just stay in the office for the for the rest of the night and and uh and bring some cheese and crackers in and and get stuck into it genuinely is so if you're out in the uh, the hunter valley go and say hi to wendy for us and um I'm, I'm going to go through there on the way up to, to see you at Christmas time, mate because I hear that the Queensland border will be open to Mexicans uh by by Christmas, so I look forward to sharing a couple in person and I maybe even uh coming to the gang live uh from top of the hill down near the ranch or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we're, we're planning on doing maybe one or two of the Wealth, Wine & Wisdoms live from the farm. So, gang, keep an eye out for that one. That'll be fun. So, Andy, thanks, mate, and thanks, everybody, for dialing in um, to another episode uh, of Wealth, Wine & Wisdom. The only thing we've got left to do is uh, sign off, sayonara, but um, we've, got, uh, we've got one little video to play, but uh, fantastic. Like I said, gang, thanks for supporting us. Thanks to our sponsors this week, sadly, as Greek wines. Great. Yep, and um, have a great, awesome, amazing weekend, everyone, and uh, catch you again next week. Take care, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll chat then.